Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Shipreneur OBC when Africa Business Radio, the only show that spotlights African women succeeding in their craft with a view to understanding their processes and celebrating their ingenuity. So, welcome to the show. On Beyond the Mind today, we continue the conversation on anger and ways to manage anger issues. Having established the meaning of anger by different experts, let us look at some common triggers of anger. Some people would say grief, sadness, rudeness, poor interpersonal skills, tiredness, hunger, injustice, and so on. However, we tend to blame external circumstances for the way we respond to situations and not take responsibility for our behavior. We also assume that perception is reality and so respond to situations from the way we understand it and not the way it truly is. When experts say there are triggers to anger, I beg to differ because that will be trying to solve the issue from the top and not finding the root cause of anger in a human being as a negative emotion. To really solve the issue of anger and every other emotion, one needs to be aware of their emotion which entails paying attention to your thoughts, feelings, and behavior. Before that anger outburst, what did you see or hear? What did you think? How did you feel? Can you remember the beginning of the events that led to the final outburst? When we begin to emotionally be aware of what we feel at the time we are feeling it, we may find that our anger is deeper than the situation that just happened. 
And that is when we are ready to solve our anger issues. I am The Waker and my name is BC Ubo. I'll be right back after this break. Stay with us. Welcome back to the Shira segment. You're still listening to Shipreneur OBCU in Africa Business Radio. And this is my favorite segment of the show where I go one-on-one with the Shira of the day. And today we have a strength-based business strategy consultant and the managing partner at Hillbridge Consulting. She provides consulting and advisory services to visionary entrepreneurs and helps businesses develop superior strategies to increase their revenues and profits. Welcome with me, the bridge builder, Ella Georgiodoko. <laughs> How are you doing, girl? I'm well. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on the show. So today we'll be talking about developing superior strategies for business growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that you had your first degree in management information system. Why did you decide to help businesses grow? I didn't decide. Okay. So what happened was I... Um, Started off right out of NYSC, working in the banking sector. So I started in public sector and then moved to corporate banking and then retail banking. Mm. And there was just something I realized. Mm. I would, you know, go in, talk with a customer. We'll talk about banking and our banking, you know, solutions. And somehow in the course of a conversation, because a number of them run their own businesses, either full time or on the site. And they would just randomly complain about something. And because I come from a family of entrepreneurs, merchants, like we didn't have career career people like mm. that, except the teachers. Okay. <laughs> you know, so because, you know, I'd pick one, two, three things along the way, plus I enjoy reading. I just throw out what I thought was a simple recommendation and say, mm. you could do this. You could try this. And after, you know, weeks, months, come, come, come. Imanola. <laughs> that thing you told me. It worked. Like, and I thought, I'm like, Jesus, are you trying to tell me something? You know? <laughs> so when this happened, you know, over time you start to figure that this isn't a mistake. Maybe there's mm. something there. So I started um, toying with the idea of going into consulting. But then this background of mine wouldn't really allow me to do anything. Plus in banking, it's not like you mm. were prepared for the world of business. So the option I had then was to then do an MBA. And put my foot in the mm. consulting door. So that mm. was that was really how it how wasn't like started. something I planned. Wow, yeah. wow, awesome. So you found your calling, if I may use that word. Yeah. Yeah. Because some people get some of these signs and they still don't move. Yes. They just stay True. where they they are comfortable just earning the salary. True. Yeah. So in your years of uh consulting for businesses, mm-hmm. what are some of the mistakes that you've seen businesses make that we can learn from? Because I work with smaller businesses, the one I find pretty often is people just thinking they can fix this by themselves and Mm. doing all they can and working harder and harder. And entrepreneurs are some of the hardest working people on earth. We work hard. Seriously. I know. You know, so there are times when there is um, an issue and it's lingering. And for some reason, we get busy with the other things. And that issue that is lingering, we keep, okay, somehow we'll fix it. We'll fix it. So not reaching out for help earlier 
you know, at the time when they observe that it's a mistake that has driven so many into mm. the ground. I mean, you go by, I live in Lagos now, you go by malls, you're seeing stores shutting down all the yeah, time. And Businesses I'm, I'm are wondering starting what's happening. And stopping. When they, when they start, there's this, you know, passion. Zeal. In some cases, the, the finance is there, everything, and you think you're going to conquer the world. You know, and then you do all that preparation and the market just eats your gut. Hey, you know, sometimes it's the market. Customers are not appreciating what you have to offer. Other times it's the staff, you know, employees that you have somehow are just not on the same page. Mm. Um, it could be anything really, but not getting help early is the biggest um, issue that I see. So how do you know when to seek for help as an entrepreneur? You know, before you go to bed at night, oftentimes the brain would replay things um, and there are cases when you replay issues and at that time in your downtime moment alone some solutions come to you and you figure oh hmm. this is what I should have done instead or sometimes it's a bit of you know regret instead of doing this I really should have done that sometimes hmm. it's in the moment sometimes it's at night now when there are lingering issues that you think about and you are at your wit's end I don't know what else to do about this at that point, it really is time to seek help. And this help mustn't always be, you know, getting a consultant. Sometimes it really is just talking to another business person. Mm -hmm. It's getting into another group, just hearing someone else's opinion. If you have a mentor, you know, um, even sometimes you have older people who run much smaller businesses but have run it over years. They've got a lot of experience to teach you, mm. you know. But just speaking out and asking somebody, what do you think about this instead of internalizing? And I see this mostly among the really intelligent entrepreneurs, right? Because they're very smart and through life they've learned to figure things out on them by themselves. They just continue with that pattern. Mm. So it's it's time to seek help when you think and think and you can't and you're just feeling stuck. You know you should be doing better. You look at people that you have advised in the past. Doing well. And those people are doing better. People that you have, you know, those that served as apprentices under you, people you coached, everybody like, what's wrong? No, it's not spiritual. You've just come to, you know, your cap and we all get there. Hmm. And then you need help to upscale, move yes. forward. Yes. So um, how do you think businesses can achieve high level performance? Hmm. That answer will be different. This is, this is typical consultant answer, right? Yeah. It depends. <laughs> Give us small. We know, we know. We, we pay a combo. Give us small. No, no, give, no, no, no. Give my audience funny, No, funny, funny enough, it's just, <laughs> you know, because we're all so different. Mm. And so high-level performance, first of all, has to be something that you desire. In our space, a lot of people are good with just basic Hmm. mediocre results like let me just be able to feed and pay my i don't want much and survive i'm not greedy you know I, I don't want much i don't need a house in you know london banana and island. banana island no you know <laughs> um and sometimes it's not really the truth you know mm, that, you just don't know actually, how to get it but but that's another conversation plus plus that's because you're not seeing your own success as an avenue to bless Others. and help other people succeed. Mm. So sometimes it's a myopic view, but let's not even get into that, right? So high-level performance, first of all, has to be because you desire it. And then the next thing is to ask how. Sometimes we are the cap, you know. A lot of times we are the cap. 
And so you've built this organization with the little knowledge that you have. Yeah. You've picked a few things from books, you know, but then you got too busy to continue reading. And then you bought a few courses, but then you were too busy to attend, you know, the courses. So you are really the cap. Mm. And of course, you can't perform when, you know, beyond your own capacity mm. or capability. Beyond it's what just, you know. Yes. You know, you can. So it, it starts with you, um, the desire to do better. And then you upping, up leveling, upgrading your mm. own self, your own capacity. And then people, people, right? The people who work in the organization. This is another area where the big corporations really outrun us. Because mm. many times we slow ourselves down with getting in talent because we think it's expensive. We can't We pay. think, yes, you know, we give ourselves all these reasons and don't even try. You know, we don't even try. And so you invest a hundred million into setting up this wonderful structure. Everything is beautiful, but then you're looking for staff. You're going to be 30,000 naira a month. Hi. You, <laughs> but it's the reality now. You know we what know. I mean? We know. You know, it, it just sounded, yeah, when you hear it that yeah. way. <laughs> I had to play back in my head. <laughs> when, when you wow. hear, but, but that's what happened. So how, how then can you, you know, deliver that? So the people are really important. And then, mm. of course, you need to have a plan for how to bring this all together. Mm. You know, um, again, so many times in this environment, we're just winging it. You know, the hustle culture, we're just, let's just go. Let's get back. <laughs> let's just go. And this coronavirus, uh, uh, this uh, corona uh, pandemic, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it really exposed you know, how we think and how we do things because it was so tough for people to sit, uh, for, for people to sit and re-strategize, mm. you know, figure out what next. For a lot of people, there was this knee-jerk reaction. Okay. Next thing oh, yeah. we're doing face masks, face mask business. You know, let's go in. Let's, mm. let's just jump into this. Mm. There was no thoughts. There was mm. no, okay, how do we? So that planning, which a lot of us skip is really important. Um, there's so many things, but. Yeah, let's, this, let's, I, I, I like this. Basics, I like where this yes. is going. But so w what do you advise um, an entrepreneur on how to get people that work for them? So when you're starting a business, most of the time you do everything yourself because you're trying to cut down costs. So yeah, your logistics, you are your accounting mm -hmm. manager, you are your everything. Mm -hmm. At what point do you think it's okay to bring in experts, no matter how little in those areas so that you get value for what you're doing? So I'm going to start that question by clarifying that I'm responding to entrepreneurs. Yes, Because entrepreneurs. they are business owners mm. and there's a difference. There are mm. people who are just, you know, if you're doing the same thing everybody's doing, you really are not an entrepreneur, mm. right? If you're doing this thing just to get by, um, holding the fort till something else comes, you're really, in not the real sense, are not an entrepreneur. Okay. Entrepreneurs typically um, have something that they're aiming for something they're trying to achieve something they're trying to change something mm. they're trying to fix you know and so their eyes are, are usually up there mm. trying to figure which also means you you are listening very closely to what customers want and what they don't regardless of what you think mm. they want or need because many times we project our own like this is good this was good for yeah, me good like for it me. makes it should sense. be good for you yeah you know <laughs> Um, mm. so it, it really is looking at things from the, that is my biggest advice. Look at things from the customer's perspective and that should then guide you. So if you're looking from the customer's perspective and can figure out the things that are either turning them off or not attracting them to you or 
the message is not connecting one way could be any way your you know production the the quality of things you produce it could be your packaging it could be your branding it could be the way you communicate hmm. right depending on who you're trying to reach you can then start to see where the loopholes are i usually recommend that people debrief as often as every day mm. every weekend you know just ask the basic questions what worked well you know what did we do well where did we fail what could we have done better and reflective questions like that open you up to what could be better mm. and then when you realize what could be better of course the first thing to do is try to fix it yourself yourself you and your team and when you see that look we've been on this mountain for too long <laughs> At that move. point, mm. at that point, it makes sense to start to, thankfully, for a lot of help that is out there, whether it's through coaches, consultants, mentors, whatever, um, the help out there typically comes with some form of engagement to allow you access if this is the right thing for you, you know, or, or if, if this is the right this. person. Yes. Mm. Um, and, and I think, you know, anyone who just takes it to that process is much, much closer to getting the level of you know accomplishment or results that they want to see hmm. quite deep <laughs> you know i'm an entrepreneur so i'm learning a lot it's like the show is for me thank you thank you so much i'm taking it in let's go on a break when we come back we'll continue this conversation with ella george Uduko. stay with us Welcome back. You're still listening to Shipreneur OBC when Africa Business Radio and I still have my guests in the building telling us how we can develop superior strategies for business growth. Hmm. I would like you to give us, <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, put a lot together. I would like you to give us um, some of the steps, uh, practical steps that new businesses. So I'm focusing mainly on new businesses now because I realize that some of them don't even last a long time. So what are some of the things that we must put in place before we even kick off? For a new business, it really is important to validate the idea, mm. product, service that you have to offer the market. Idea. That's one of the first things that I put out there. Validate it. Because many times people get ideas and I see this quite frequently. It's alarming. People just get the idea. Immediately, they contact someone to create the logo. They're renting a store. They are, you know, buying up inventory mm. or producing and just getting everything set for a certain launch date when they can then open up to the world. Mm -hmm. But before all of that, no validation has taken place. You don't know that people really need this thing and are willing to pay for it. Because mm. there are times when it's great and they want it, but they don't want to pay for it. Mm. Right? Wow. <laughs> So validating that idea is really important. Start with, you know, your circle, extend it to your neighborhood, you know, talk to people anywhere, every, everywhere. What do you think about this? Is this something you would pay for? You know, what problems do you have with your current um, solution? Because for everything you're bringing, people already have alternatives. Have options, yes. Yeah. So you want to make sure that they are not 100% happy with those alternatives. Because if they are, they're going to stay stuck. It's easier to just, you know, do what you've been doing mm. than to switch. So that's number one. And then number two, I think it's really important to have some form of marketing plan. You know, how am I going to create awareness? How do I get people to even know that we exist? Because there are times when you, you know, come across businesses or 
entrepreneurs and they're doing great work. But it's like winking in the dark. Nobody mm. really knows or just a but few people. Mm. Yes. So there's got to be a plan for how to increase awareness. Whether you want to do it through the traditional marketing methods or digital marketing. My dear, no one is cheap these days. Mm. You know, but there's there's always something that you can do mm. outside of just waiting for your family. To buy and tell and their friends, friends and blackmailing to, your friends. And blackmailing. Oh, <laughs> I'm not blackmailed. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's important to have, you know, some form of marketing plan. Mm. And then it's also good to think about the sales channels. Um, how are people going to assess this thing that you have to give? Because mm. if you only sell to your neighborhood, of course you are going to eventually have much less customers than somebody who sells in the neighborhood plus through a digital store, mm. you know, plus through some e-commerce platforms, plus through some affiliates or other resellers, you mm. know. So think about how customers will assess the product because today's customers want things yesterday. Like they're, they're paying for it now, but they want I it want yesterday. I want it to make <laughs> <laughs> so um it's also important to think of these things mm. little little changes that have cost you know customers to become what they were not or demand what they did not used to demand and so you've got to think of how to use technology to speed things up make it more efficient more convenient um there's this tool I usually recommend to anybody that I can, right? To anyone who's willing to listen. Mm. It's called a business model canvas. It's a one page tool. Okay. One page. It's got nine blocks. And if anybody. Is it free? It's free. You Please can find it online. Oh, okay. Like just check business model canvas. Okay. You'll find it. One page. Note but that it, down. Is so <laughs> <laughs> it is so powerful. It is so powerful because it would help you think through what would I be doing differently? Who am mm. I trying to reach? Mm. You know, um, what activities would I be performing? You know, who are the partners that I'm going to need to take this business, you know, off the ground and mm. really do well? What's my cost going to be like? A lot of times we underestimate costs. Mm. People don't include, you know, their data costs, their phone calls, their transportation. And yet you think, you know, photographing to snap so many, the product. So many little, little <laughs> things that mm. we don't include. Again, because most of us studied mm. English and literature. <laughs> And then just throw ourselves into it's like it's like you know buying a house or renting a house and all of a sudden you become the plumber. Mm, how? You know? Yeah, but that's what we do with business, and mm. then insist that we will figure it out by ourselves. We die. We are Google. <laughs> we die. So with that, it it forces you to sit down and think things through, mm. and in some cases, in the process of doing that, you figure this thing isn't going to work. Or it's not going to work here. Mm. And it probably needs to be in another location. Mm. Or it's not going to work at this time. And we probably need to defer it. Right? Or sell the idea. To somebody else who's yes. willing to buy. In another location. Wow. Yes. There's so many. Like somebody told me the other day she's relocating to Canada. And so she's looking to sell, sell the business. Why are you looking to sell off your stuff? She's like, I don't know where to start. Mm. Because what business is that? Um, She does... Um, 
uh, scrubs. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh. So with all the machines, inventory, oh, and wow. nice. sell it, sell it. Wow. You've built this over a period. You mm. have a name. Let's not divert anyway. But um, for for business who's looking to start, please validate their idea. Make sure that people are willing to pay for this thing, and then get feedback from them on how you can improve, mm. especially for services. Especially for services How can you improve How can you make it more valuable yeah. How can you make it worse yeah. This cost that they're asking yeah. Sometimes it's just to add One little thing that mm. May not cost you a lot But means a lot to the customer Yeah I remember when we started The coaching So after the training We are given uh, We had to do uh, 50 free sessions mm-hmm. For people So we get the feedback you know, yeah. understand some of the things you need to change yeah. if there's a need and all that. That helps you. So when you're ready to start charging, you know that you're giving value Absolutely. for money. That's awesome. Absolutely. But is there a one size fit all uh, template that will work for businesses? No. Oh. <laughs> that was I'm, disappointing, I'm, right? I'm disappointed. I know. There's no one size fits all because we're all so different. We're all so different. There's something I tell people, you know, you can have the very same product and service being sold by 10 different people. And yet, for some reason, you just gravitate to one person. Could be their color. Could be the way they speak. Mm. Could be their height. Mm. Could be where they're from. Mm. Could be their aura. You know, just could like be their aura, yes. To buy from them. Right. So, um, because we're all different, what we bring to our businesses are different. What will help businesses grow. Honestly speaking, they're different. And this is the reason, despite the vast amount of information out there on how to grow, not everybody's growing. The overwhelming majority are struggling. To grow. They know these things. They could take this mic right now and reel out what should be done. Hmm. But oftentimes they're trying to do it all at the same time. Hmm. Or they're trying to adopt someone else's strategy, someone else's tactics. Hmm. And you are different. Hmm. It just may not I work like for that. you. So it's really about sitting to figure um, especially if you've had the val- goes back to validation, if you have validated it and asked people. Now, imagine that through um, let's let's use the example you just gave. Right. So you just got out of a coaching, coaching training, school. Yeah, training, coaching school. And now you're having these 50 free sessions. Now, prior to the sessions, you thought. Right. You could have thought this is an example. Mm-hmm. Right. So your thinking may have been. People are going to work with me because I'm empathetic. I'm a great listener and da, 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 da. Mm, And they'll just like me. Yes. (laughs) And then you have 50 free sessions and for some reason decides to throw in a document at the end of the day to just keep them on track. And then you get feedback from 40 and 35 are telling you that what they loved the most was that they had something to hold on to. Left to your wisdom, mm. you would have gone out there presenting yourself as this, but I'm such a great listener. Mm. I've been trained. I've got the techniques. I've got mm. the this. I've got the that. My ears are actually wider now than... Nobody cared about that. Wow. Perhaps they expected it or it just didn't make as much of an impact. But that little thing you added at the end was what they appreciated. So guess what? You now take that thing That's and when back. you're going to market yourself, you're That's like, what guess you What? At the end of every, duh, 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 you, you get have this. this, and this is going to make sure that this is. Now you preach that, and other people are like, "Let's go." Hmm. Hmm. That's what validation does. And somebody else would now take that. Oh wow! It's that thing they get at the end. That document. That's it. Let's go. 
and nobody would read your document. Like <laughs> they just one? fold it like a flyer. You know those flyers they talk into our cars. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. So no, there's no, unfortunately, it's, it's, um, in the beginning, it really is, I don't want to call it trial and error, but to an extent, it is trial and error because mm. you've got to figure out what works for you. Mm. Right. So in my business, for instance, um, we found that a lot of times beyond, you know, whatever frameworks or whatever we were using, people just wanted to connect via audio voice. Mm voice and so the biggest clients that we've had and you know it's always best the pool clients the ones who just come to you before this because they saw something it was some form of video marketing hmm. and you would see another business somewhere somewhere I would come to you for your voice who's doing oh thank you yeah, I would. <laughs> so you you'd see somebody else who's doing lots and lots of videos great like they've got this partner uh, videographer fantastic but good editing and all but that. it's only their white papers or articles on linkedin that get that them move. yeah hmm. so it's hmm. different hmm. i like that so how do we solve the problem of our poor customer service in nigeria <laughs> it's horrible deep <laughs> it's horrible in a few words please <sighs> i try to be very optimistic but there are times when i've got to be realistic it's going to take a lot to change it on a grand scale but i'm thankful that in the last few years there's been a lot more awareness and mm. a lot more willingness to do better especially on the part of smaller businesses right the truth is for most businesses their attention is always on getting new customers new customers new customers and even though we have been screaming and shouting that it costs you a lot less to retain your existing customers for some reason they now. don't hear they mm. don't hear they just want new customers new customers everyone is chasing new customers mm. right um but some some are beginning to learn that this is about really deepening the relationship that you have with customers and you know making them loyal to you because over the lifetime you know there's this thing called customer lifetime value it just makes a lot more sense right but till you come to the realization that it makes more sense to retain my customers than to keep chasing new ones at least nice the percentage mm. till you come to that realization it's going to be hard to respond as your higher self as the best version of yourself both before during customer service issues and then afterwards it's easier to just fall into human nature i mean from driving on the streets to your neighbor's dog with generator disturbing you a lot of times we're tense we are on the edge and so customers get to feel that you know for many people so it has mm. to be very very intentional on the part of the business owner because your staff will borrow from how you treat customers mm. right your staff will borrow from that whether you like it or not so it has to be intentional that my goal is to retain 80 percent of my customers and when you have that at the back of your mind the way you treat them through the entire process right it's different the experience you design for them is different mm. from somebody else who's just let's just make sales let's just you know on. let's just keep yes you know um so that's the thing you've got to move from just transactions to building relationships desire it and then it would affect how you 
um, how do we ensure journey. excellence in our businesses in our businesses okay yeah. so for those who are you know this this thing about <laughs> yeah 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 it's a habit so 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 it's interesting how I, I'm not going to put a percentage, but a good number of businesses who have core values, have excellence in there, excellence, integrity, honesty. Those are, the you, those are the things that you see. And yet you look around the environment and it just, mm. excellence really is doing things well. And it's mm. in the small things. It starts with the small things. It's not just until um, you have an opportunity to do a presentation that you can then exhibit excellence. It's in how you, you know, how you speak, how your office smells, how your how you toilets smell. look, how you smell. Thank you, honey. You know, it's, it's, it's in the really little things mm. and gosh, how do you show excellence in Nigeria? Mm. If it's not in you, it's hard to build. Can you learn it? Of course. Of course. If you surround yourself, if you can pick a few people who do things excellently and decide to model them in, in months, in a matter of weeks, you would start to change how you do things. You'll be careful before you open your mouth to speak. You'll look at yourself a second time to be sure that you're looking okay. Before you're looking you the out. way you want to be addressed. Mm. You know, you'll, you'll look at your environment from the customer's eyes. Step in. How do things look? Do we clean our window sills? Hmm. Hmm. Do you know why I went there? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a clue. Personal experience. Because <laughs> <laughs> usually it's the floor, right? We just clean the floor and then and we move on. But I look at the window sills. Wow. And girl, you look at people's shoes too. I do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, it's a lot. You notice I'm not going into even the business, the quality, because if you start from the small things, it spills. Mm. But if you do even like, okay, let's assume you make certain products, it's produced in China and you tell them, Oh, I want it to be, you know, very high quality for some reason. We don't do that. A lot of us. No, don't we don't do want to chip. But yes, you know, let's even say that's the case and you put all of this effort into producing something that is quality and you're trying to attract customers who value excellence mm. they will come in and even before the product they're going to judge everything else how does your website look mm. how does your office look mm. are your are your your signboards torn down all upside plastered? down you know <laughs> that is excellence it's in those little things and mm. so even before they get to touch or experience the product or the service there are these other clues physical evidences that show us whether you truly have an excellent spirit or not. Mm. So that's where it starts. Mm. So for anyone who's desirous of that, my best advice mm. is going to be find people who you can right now point and say they have an excellent spirit and mm. then watch what they're doing. If you have the opportunity to connect with them on a personal level, you'll learn a lot more. But even from observing on social media, there's a lot you can tell. You know, you're not showing up for live sessions with your net or going into, um, this is excellence. No, we're breaking it down. Chi. Let's be real now. Mm, go ahead. I host webinars, master classes, and people are showing up with singlets and hair nets <laughs> and PJs and your videos are on. That's. <laughs> oh my God. Let's, um. Wow. 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 Let's just leave this topic. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually all we can take on this show. <laughs>
I will definitely bring you back. And uh, when I bring you back, I don't think we'll be discussing business. We'll talk about life issues. You're yes. quite interesting. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so thank you so much for being on the show. How can people reach you if they want any form of uh, consultancy for their businesses? Oh, Hillbridge Consulting, H-I-L-L-B-R-I-D-G-E. Hillbridge Consulting, that's our website. LinkedIn, Instagram, I on Instagram, yeah. Facebook, okay. yes. Same name, Hillbridge. Yes, Hillbridge Consultant. All right, thank you so much. And my name fun. is Ella George. Ella George Duku. <laughs> and she speaks so well. Thank and she's you. actually from Asaba. <laughs> she's my sister. One name called. I know. <laughs> Thanks so much uh, for having you on the show. Wish you all the best in your businesses. And um, I'm going to be your customer very soon. Thank you. Yeah, that's it on Shipreneur with BC1 Africa Business Radio. If you have any suggestions on how the show can be better, send a DM to Africa Business Radio on Instagram or BC Ubo, B-E-E-C-W-E-U-G-B-O-H, and we will get to it. Till I come your way again next time. Bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.